Welcome to another episode of Shaking Not Stirred, where I talk about everything and anything from A to Z, and I don't exclude me. A space where we unlearn the programming of our mind, body, and spirit, and expand our consciousness beyond the veil. Life is simple, people. We're the complexity within the simplicity. What month of the year has 28 days? give up yet? If you thought February, that's actually incorrect. If you thought all of them, you are indeed correct. Some of y'all are probably wondering how. Well, if you heard the question accurately, I asked, what month of the year has 28 days? Not what month of the year has only 28 days, give or take four years. You see, this riddle, as well as many others, have stumbled many people for as long as riddles have been around. What does this mean exactly? Is this an indication that some people are less intelligent than others? What exactly is intelligence and what is the implications or what are the implications of having more or less of it? Now, this topic was not an easy one for me to jump on, as there are so many layers and nuances to it that even starting at the core of it would be considered controversial. So... I'll do something something a little different and start where, excuse me, start with the here and now and work my way back as far as my intelligent mind can take me and see where we end up. Rock with me for a little bit. The world as we know and understand it is at a remarkable and almost unbelievable place than it's ever been in the history of our humanity. AI, artificial intelligence, a thing of science fiction past, is now alive and growing. The race to send the internet, a network of networks whose origins began as a preventative measure during the Cold War in the 60s, into outer space by Musk, Bezos, and Branson is something quite remarkable, to say the least. Social media, the engine by which we quote-unquote socialize, isn't getting any less and less noisy. So, how does intelligence play into all of this? Well, let's take a look and see what the circulating definition of the word is. According to dictionary.com, the definition of the word is pretty straightforward and concise. Intelligence, noun, the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. I'd like to take it a step further by adding this little caveat, caveat, excuse me. The ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills to circumnavigate the environment you're in. Let me give you an example of what and why I added this last piece of def- to the definition. All entities on this planet possess intelligence including the planet itself. The so-called universe itself is the infinite intelligence. The degree of intelligence differs, but all that exists is of intelligence. Now, the intelligence level of a rock sitting at the bottom of a lake is obviously not going to be equal to that of a human. Although I will say this statement can't be completely true as I've come across and met some very interesting people in my life. No shade. Now, when it comes to how intelligence has shown itself to be on this planet since the planet's inception, I'm sure you can find a YouTube short to explain that in a matter of minutes, so I'm not going <laughs> to burn your ears. What I would like to do is spend a few minutes sharing with you what the aspects of intelligence are that most of humanity really isn't aware of scientifically. So according to a gentleman, his name is Howard Gardner, He is the John H. and Elizabeth A. Hobbs Professor in Cognition and Education at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. There are eight distinct aspects of human intelligence based on his MI or multiple intelligence theory. 
Those eight aspects are musical, rhythmic, or rhythmic, excuse me, visual or spatial, verbal, linguistic, logical, mathematical, bodily, kinesthetic, interpersonal, intrapersonal, and naturalistic. Now, if you would indulge me just for a few more minutes, I'd like to expound a little bit on what each of these types of intelligence are and what their implications are. So for musical rhythmic, according to Gardner, people who possess a high degree of musical intelligence have good thinking and rhythm, sounds, and patterns. Uh, so these types of people are pretty much musicians, conductors, composers, singers, anybody in the music field. Visual spatial people are people who possess better visual spatial intelligence and can visualize objects or images, illustrations, map, charts, videos, and the like in their minds. They can actually see whatever it is that they're trying to they're trying to visualize. A few examples of people in those professions would be your architects, photographers, uh, engineers, interior designers, etc. Verbal linguist, linguistic, excuse me, intelligence. Um, when we look at teachers, writers, public speakers, newscasters, and actors, we are usually looking or seeing or witnessing people with a high degree of verbal linguistic intelligence. Uh, this type of intelligence enables people to master the use of words both verbally and in written form. The logical mathematical person is, is the one that can solve complex mathematical problems in minutes or even seconds. Um, high degree of mathematical or logical intelligence makes it impossible or makes it possible, excuse me, for some people to be good at logical mathematical skills, uh, ranging from, of course, scientists to mathematicians and accountants. Bodily or kinesthetics, these are your farmers, your mechanics, your carpenters, dancers, athletes, people who possess very good hand-eye coordination and agility. Interpersonal are people who are good with pretty much people. <laughs> um, these are your coaches, your customer service, your mental health counseling, sales, etc. Uh, these types of intelligence enables better public dealings as these people can better evaluate other people's emotions, moods, desires, and motivations. Intrapersonal are people with better interpersonal intelligence. Uh, they like to better understand and evaluate their own emotions, motivations, relationships to others. Someone with a high degree of intrapersonal intelligence could be a good author, philosopher, or an entrepreneur. And last but not least, the naturalistic intelligence. So biologists, gardeners, farmers, animal trainers, geologists, anyone dealing with nature has a high degree of naturalistic uh, intelligence. So Gardner believes that people should be taught in school to help them reach their vocational and, and avocational goals following their spectrum of intelligence. Uh, in an interview, he mentioned that he is now considering adding teaching pedagogical intelligence, which is the ability to teach other people successfully a con concept. While several books have been written on the application of Gardner's theory in education, and many schools have adopted it for its educational use, Gardner himself has actually criticized the way his theory has been used in education. His vision is more in line with making the use of specific types of capabilities of individuals. He believes in not generic curriculums and teaching methods for students because it results in people forgetting most of what they've been taught after their degree is complete. So how does this information apply to you and what are the implications? For starters, if you're a parent, this knowledge is truly helpful in understanding why your child or your children think the way they do and engage in the things they do. Another thing to consider is why you think the way you do and how does this, how does this information about intelligence affect your relationship with those around you. Well, I hope this has been a tremendous learning or unlearning moment for you as much as it has been for me. 
Peace and blessings. This has been another episode of Shake It Not Stirred, where I talk about anything and everything from A to Z, and I don't exclude me. A space where we unlearn the programming of our mind, body, and spirit and expand our consciousness beyond the veil. Life is really simple, people. We're the complexity within the simplicity. Peace and love.